you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Hey, Brendo, Steve here. And Lars. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steve and Larson. Available wherever podcasts can be found. And of course, taped live at the Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash Steven Larson, where tonight winter is coming. That's right. It is Winter Wonder Slam. Huge title fight between uh, Wangman Adam Page and, of course, Brian Danielson. This should be a lot of fun. It's a special mm-hmm. event. We will be live streaming our reactions to it. And immediately following that, of course, we will be doing our recap. So that should be a lot of fun. Hopefully you'll join us for that. Five yes. Pacific, eight Eastern uh, for winter is coming. Winter Wonder Slam. That's right. Speaking of uh, winter, oftentimes during the holiday season in the winter, you have holiday office parties this Sunday. We're going to be having ours. The Church of Friendos are doing uh, our uh, office holiday party. We have not confirmed exactly what we're going to do, but it should be fun. It should, there should be some shenanigans, and uh, and I'm looking forward to it. Yes. Question. Yes. Are you going to get uh, get yourself some eggnog? I know you like the eggnog. You got that right, man. Absolutely. I'll have eggnog. What other what other treats are there usually at uh, holiday? Well, parties? you know, usually there's there there's Christmas cookies. Yeah. Like the, the, get, like, get some like cookies, trees. Yeah. Oh, get some hey. cookies for the Christmas. I'll what? get some Swiss cake rolls. No, no, the the uh, they're, they're like the Christmas cake rolls that they have, or Christmas. Cakes. Oh, they have those. Little Debbie is what I'm trying to get at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They got some Christmas cake ones, so I'm going to do that. I'll do like a little spread. Maybe I'll put like a little table right here, and I'll be like, "Hey, That's here's a good my idea. spreader," and but I'll just eat it because we're doing it digitally, obviously. Yeah, that's why it's on the Twitch. Did you procure yourself, or do you have a uh, 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 the proper garment to wear for said party? At the very least, I have a hat. Uh, I might have to run and get some s- silly. I think I used to have like an Enzo sweater, holiday sweater, but I might have gotten rid of that. Probably that. for a good reason. Yeah, <laughs> to be honest with you. Um. So yeah, that should be a lot of fun. Um, I just want to do a quick personal plug, by the way, if I may. I put up a new video. You know, some of you may or may not know. Usually post these to the community tab here at Stephen Larson, but I got some side projects as well. Uh, today, over at Wrestle Juice, my solo project, uh, I've got a brand new video in honor of Veer Mahan uh, on his way to Raw. I've got a video wrestlers who took the longest time to come. You know, they had their vignettes running for a really long time. And uh, so, of course, it's wrestlers who took a really long time to come. So uh, check that out over at WrestleJuice. Uh, I really appreciate it. Also, in the link, I'm sorry, in the description of this video and in the audio, there is a, a link for the Friendo Awards. Yes. You can vote on these right now. And uh, and it, it's a lot of fun so far. Uh, it seems, I'm not going to spoil anything, but clearly... There is one man who is like running away with uh, wrestler of the year. 
Mm-hmm. And it's pretty interesting to see. And then we've got a bunch of ton of other categories, best wrestling podcast, feud matches, shows, uh, streamers, uh, 17 uh, categories and all. Right. And then there, the, the category I I'm enjoying the most is, uh, going in raw moments of the year. It's a real great trip down memory lane. And we're yeah. going to take a look at all these, uh, when we do the friendo awards here coming up soon. Um, so keep an eye out for that. But yeah, in the meantime, let your vote be uh, uh, known. We're going to keep it up, I think, probably till next Tuesday to give it a full week to breathe. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, and We're yeah. up to 787 responses. So that's, oh, that's awesome. great. Let's try to get that to 1,000. Yeah, let's that? get at least 1,000 because, yeah. you know, uh, the, the larger the sample size, the more accurate it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Like yeah, for sure. Uh, so, yeah, that should be fun. So, yeah. Uh, of course, it was huge, huge news. I'm assuming we're leading off with this today. Um, yeah, that's the first thing on here. I guess, kind of. I look, nothing surprises us anymore in the world of wrestling. It's kind of difficult, given that AEW has emerged as a uh, real competition for WWE in several metrics, and not in all metrics, but in several metrics. Yeah. Well, I think I think what the the primary one is in terms of competition for signing talent. Correct. We figured that uh, Kevin Owens, with a contract coming up at the end of December, January, 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 January. yeah, he has referenced it. He's made little teases in social media about the possibility of him going to join his friends in AEW that uh, he would potentially jump ship. He has done everything there is to do in WWE, except I think be tag champion. Mm-hmm. Intercontinental, United States, Universal. I think he hasn't actually been WWE champion. He has not. He hasn't been WWE champion. He's not been tag champ. But by and large, in the you know, ever since uh, his call up was what twenty fifteen, which has been six years. Twenty sixteen. Twenty sixteen. Okay, so five years. Twenty sixteen. I think over five years now. Um, he's done a lot, and uh, so it did. It seemed okay. Pretty clear. Maybe he's going to go to AEW. Maybe the schedule there will be lighter. Well, we woke up today. News from Sean Ross Sapp, Fightful Select. Mm-hmm. Kevin Owens has re-signed with the WWE. Visca Man has uh, procured him what has to be a massive payday. Uh, Larson, do you have some details here? Uh, yeah, a couple. Um, since it's Fightful Select, I don't want to go into too many other details because they offer a wealth of them. Um, and everybody should go subscribe to FIFA Select. They're great. Um, so uh, it was reported at first by FIFA Select and since been confirmed by Pat LaPrade, um, who will have Kevin Owens on for an upcoming podcast, actually. Uh, a tweet Pat said they actually recorded a day or two ago. Um, so that's going to be coming up out later this week. Uh, Kevin Owens has signed a new deal with WB, according to FIFA. Uh Owens uh, was made an, quote, excellent offer by WB. And that the promotion was, quote, over the moon about retaining Owens, as they should be, because he's a phenomenal talent. Yeah. Um, as you mentioned, hopefully Kevin Owens uh, got a ton of money to resign. Mm-hmm. And uh, because WB are giving Kevin Owens a ton of money, main event money, I would hope, then they want a return on their investment and keep him involved at a high level for the duration of this deal. And I, I think one of the reasons that we thought maybe he would go to AEW, was, yeah, he has friends there. AEW could probably offer a pretty good contract, but also his, lately especially, his creative in WB has been up and down. He had a really good feud with Roman Reigns and then kind of disappeared for a while. Um, and and so if, if him signing this new deal 
provides security and happiness for himself and his family. And maybe some, obviously not a guarantee, but some measure of certainty that he's going to be actively involved on a regular basis, then it, that's, that's a good deal for him. Whatever brings happiness to Kevin Owens uh, is what he should do. You know, yeah. what I would like to see him in AEW, uh, either feuding with or, or joining forces with Adam Cole. Absolutely. I think a lot of people did. At the end of the day, though, it's Kevin Owens. He's got to do what's best for him and his family. And if he got himself a massive money deal that's to secure his financial future for himself and his family, I'm I'm happy for him. Heck yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, no reason not to, you know, I mean, it's his, it's, it's his decision. And I think that's awesome for him. You know, um, I, I, it, it'll be interesting to hear what he has to say about this. Um, and it's also interesting from a standpoint. I mean, there's a couple different angles here we can talk about. First of all, from the standpoint of WWE being interested in keeping people high profile names in the company. Um, they have had, they, they've got this new initiative with bringing in people to the company seemingly through college athletics, people coming in, not from the independent ranks, the experiment over the past seven years or whatever of NXT, where you bring in high profile names from the ranks of the independents or from new Japan or whatever. Um, you bring them in with their names already sort of established and and you build them up. That's not that's not really happening anymore. Um, but that doesn't mean they want their highest profile free agents to be walking out the door. What WWE does have to offer, and you know, financially, they are a company that's worth. I don't know what their market cap is. I imagine it's probably around five billion, um, four or five billion. I'm sure I could look it up really quick. But last time I checked, it was around four or five billion, which means that they could probably sell. For probably upwards of six, seven billion, you know, like these days, a content company like that, mm-hmm. um, I get all these numbers from Succession, uh, but uh, they're worth five bills. Um, so the one thing they can offer, well, look, they can offer everything AEW can except for the creative freedom that seemingly people in AEW enjoy, which even that in AEW has basically a ceiling. You know, I mean, Tony Khan still is the final word over there. You can yeah. look at any number of people in AEW and say, oh, are they being used to their best ability? Now, I personally think, uh, let's take, for example, one of my favorite wrestlers, Malachi Black. To this point, has he been used as high profile as I would have liked? Maybe not. Not to say he won't in the future, but I can understand people saying, oh, well, not everybody that goes over there is being used to the best yeah, of their ability. I, th- I think a lot of times people say that. They say, well, they're not. this person's not being used. Or that means they're not getting the main event push they probably think they deserve. But AEW has done a good job, you know, thus far, bringing in new talent and giving them a story to get them established in AEW before kicking things off. You know, Miro is a perfect example. He came in as, as Kip Sabian's henchman, essentially, mm-hmm. went through that and then became the redeemer and did and has done incredible work since then. It seems obvious that Malachi is, is setting up some larger story right now yeah yeah i mean i was using him as sort of a general example of not everything is always a million times better over in AEW just because they have freedom that still has a limit to it kevin owens seems to have quite a lot of freedom in wwe within the constraints of what they can do um his characters are always 
seemingly a bit molded by him. Vince let him shoot headbutt him, you know, mm-hmm. like years ago, a couple of years ago, Kevin Owens headbutted Vince and, and made him bleed. Vince has always really liked Kevin Owens. And even though I feel like Kevin Owens could have been used a million times better, quite a bit more often, there have been many instances where he has been used really, really well over there. Right now, I think uh, the the that's not a lie character is really, really good. It's Kevin Owens at his best. It's Kevin mm-hmm. Owens that we kind of saw during the Festival of Friendship type stuff mm-hmm, with Jericho. Mm-hmm. And his interactions with Seth Rollins this week was like the only highlight of the show. And uh, and so, yeah, I think Kevin Owens seems to be in a different place than, for example, Dean Ambrose was when he decided to leave. And he seemed to be completely at his wits end with creative there. And I don't know, maybe him and Kevin Owens look for different things creatively. But you also have to look outside of creative. The bottom line is WWE can offer a lot more money because they are 10 maybe 10 plus times the size financially of AEW, they Mm -hmm. can offer a ton more money to their Mm -hmm. talent. And if they want to, they can offer all sorts of other stuff like a pared down schedule, like a Randy Orton Mm -hmm. schedule. So a Mm -hmm. family guy like Kevin Owens can go be with his family. So it'd be a schedule on par with what maybe he'd be doing in AEW. Potentially. And a lot more money. If you're if you're a guy who's Kevin Owens' age, who's approaching forty, anyways, he's probably like one thirty six or so. I think he's thirty seven. Yeah. Okay, approaching forty. Who knows? I mean, he's had a long career already, a career yeah. which he puts his body through hell. Yes. He might be looking at this being maybe his last contract. Totally. And wouldn't you want to set up your family for life? You never have to worry financially again. And then when this contract is done. Maybe he heads over to AEW for a really light spell so that he can mm-hmm. fulfill some of like his the, the sillier, you know, uh, yeah. a dream feud, not sillier, but some of the dream feuds he wants to do. Um, totally. If that's it, for all we know, he could think of the Young Bucks and Adam Cole and be like, well, I did that before. I did that before and it was great. And the DVDs yeah. are out there in PWG or whatever. I did all that stuff before. Now yes, I'm, totally I'm, I'm looking ahead and I'm looking for, you know, to, to my family. And he still has a lot of friends in, in WWE anyway. So. You could see it definitely from both sides. Oh, for sure. For sure. For sure. Yeah. Totally. Um, the question that, is, uh, yeah. What? No, go ahead. Go ahead. January 1 is around the corner. Now, the assumption, yes. day one, the pay-per-view, the, the assumption was Kevin Owens would be taking the pin there because he was on the way out. That's, you know, conventional wisdom there. Mm-hmm. How does this change the landscape of day one, Larson? I don't know if it necessarily does. Because I think depending on how the finish of that match is booked, Kevin Owens taking the pin could do quite a bit to advance his character potentially. Um, you know, it depends if they hit the story beats right. But, I mean, it seems pretty obvious to me that Bob Lashley's probably not, not taking that pin. Oh, I don't think he's going to take the pin, yeah. I'd be pretty surprised if Seth Rollins ate the pin. I don't think Big E's eating a pin. Everybody kind of leaves Kevin Owens. I I I don't, I don't know. I kind of feel like Rollins, Owens, Big E. I feel like those three guys have eaten their fair share of pins over the past couple months. Lashley has eaten one to Goldberg, I think. Um, but I don't remember any others off the top of my head. But then my memory is also terrible. 
Well, I mean, he got pinned twice by Big E in October or whatever. When, yeah, when, but since, I mean, like, since then, like, they, they're sort of building yeah, yeah, him as yeah. this, like, monster guy, which could mean that yeah. he's going to eat everybody's finish, and then somebody's going to go ahead and pin him. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I don't know, man. I, I think that this, I think that, I I don't think that Big E is going to get pinned because he's the champion, and I think they still want to try to keep him strong. I don't think Lashley's going to get pinned, so that does leave, I think, Owens and Rollins. I mean, Rollins just ate one uh, on Monday. Uh, he ate the spear to, against Lashley. Yeah, yeah. So I could see it being either of them at the same time, but I, I don't know. I honestly don't know. I mean, these are all guys who have, like, you know, huge finishing moves. So the right sequence of finishing entirely moves possible, on one person yeah. protects everybody. It really does. Yeah, it's entirely possible. Yeah. Entirely possible. So, uh, so I don't know. I, I I still think that your initial assessment of like, yeah, day one is probably a four way, so that it protects Biggie's title. It keeps him. It keeps it keeps him. Uh, you know, with the title, that's a possibility. But uh, but I think that this probably makes it a little less certain now. That oh Kevin yeah, for Owens. sure. Yeah, if he was on the way out, it'd be basically near certainty he was going to eat the pin. But mm. since he's not. Who knows? Yeah, Who it'll knows? be it'll be interesting to see if any of this means there's assurances in keeping his spot, or if he was just like, "Hey, I don't know." I mean, I just don't know how much assurances anybody can get in a contract. I know in WWE. You know, I think that's the thing is is something tells me they don't give those types of assurances. I don't think they do because like Vince isn't going to do that stuff, but he's going to no. say, "Hey, no, I won't give you assurances, but I'll give your bank account assurances that you're always it's always going to have a lot of zeros in it." Yeah. Um. And uh, and between that, and I think that Vince seemingly has earned the trust and respect of Kevin Owens and vice versa. So he knows, hey, as long as I've been here, I've been used right for him, for, you know, what he appreciates. And he gets to he gets to secure his family, a, a, you know, a, a pretty decent lifestyle. So, yeah. So there you go. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. The Angie's List You Know and Trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, 
and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. There you go. Uh, now that one potential free agent is off the market, seemingly, let's talk about someone who could be the hottest free agent of 2024, MJF. So he's been teasing a bidding war for his services in 2024 on television of late. And Andrew Zarian reports that he has been asked, quote, by multiple people within Fox USA regarding uh, current AEW Ross member MJF as his program with CM Punk has brought in a new level of interest from non-pro wrestling followers at both networks. Uh, Zarian also notes that, quote, WB is very interested in him, with the source telling him that, quote, he has everything that we would want. It really depends. This is a huge caveat in my mind. If he could be that same person on WWE TV, we need new stars to be the focus for the next few years. That's the plan. That's kind of the major thing. I don't think what we see, the MG, MJF we see in AEW now, it would be, he's obviously given a good deal, a good level, a good, a good amount of freedom in terms of what he does in AEW. He's not going to have that in WWE. I don't know how well he would do a scripted promos, you know, uh, how, if, if that'd be something they would have him do at first. But obviously, the, 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 he would have to, he would not be able to go as far with things as he probably does in AEW now. I think he's weakest when he goes that far, though. I think that... Oh, I don't disagree. I think it could be a situation. You you put limitations on him, it forces him to be more creative. Yeah. I mean, could he be that same person on WWE? I think he could. I mean, I don't think there's anything he says that's so egregious that it couldn't land on, t- on, on in WWE. I think he's actually... I think personality-wise, he's, he sort of fits perfectly with WWE. Um the bigger, I, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if he fits there. I mean, AEW typically, the AEW wrestler typically is is just, you know, WWE like size. I mean, when they were reading off the list of college athletes who were signed to the NIL thing, what did they emphasize? Look how big this guy is. He's rich, huge. all football and basketball players. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how to how how tall you think MJF is. What like five ten? Yeah, five ten, five eleven, like that. He's probably five ten, five eleven, two twenty. I mean, I guess if he's if he's if he's on par with AJ Styles, I guess then that sort of makes sense. But I don't know, man. I, I don't. Uh, he's billed at five eleven, two twenty six. So it probably means he's five nine, two eighteen. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'll, this one, it's 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 fun to talk about. It's sort of like I'll believe it when I see it. You know, exactly. It's it's three three years from now. It's so difficult to tell. What WWE's philosophy is going to be? It I mean, change five times between now and then. If if they, yeah, <laughs> I just I, five times at least. You know, it's like we're we're just getting off the the period of them, you know, wanting to snap up every indie talent uh, who who's been on the scene and made a name for themselves, and then now they're completely sh- going away from that. But are they interested? In, I mean, do we've we've often asked the question here on the show: Do they care? Do they do they want there to be a perception 
that people want to go to WWE from AEW? Do they care about that? I think they would care. They want the perception that they're still the top dog in the wrestling business. And part of that, I think, is they're still the place to be if you want to reach the very top of the industry. I think that's the perception they still care about. Is there a certain criteria they would have? Can Continue on being uh, Mr. WWE. I would it, think that there be there would be two two means to get to the top. They they would develop talent from the ground up in house, and then uh, also if you're an established name with a brand that could bring an audience with you to WWE, of course they would want that. It'd would be, they it'd though? Be, it'd be silly for them not to. If, it would be silly. Uh, <laughs> it would be silly. <laughs> it would be silly. So like in 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 three years, if Hangman Page is a free agent. He's had he's done everything he you'd think he could do in AEW. You know, tag champ, TNT champ, heavyweight champ, all that. Dream matches with everybody in the company. You don't think WB would make a pitch to bring Hangman Page to the company? Given the following he has in AEW now? I given, think they would. Given if, if, given the recent history of WWE, I don't know. I honestly don't know. See, I don't think there's gonna be a situation where uh you know, like a a a, 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 a mid Carter in, in no disrespect to mid Carters, great career you can have as a mid Carter. A mid Carter at AEW becomes a free agent. They're going to roll, you know, back up the Brinks truck to bring them in. Lance, I Archer. think it's going to be what about Lance Archer. I don't think they'd make a huge push to bring him in. You draw the line there because he's 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 what late thirties. He is old, yeah. He's well, on the older side of things sorry, from from their perspective. Old. From yeah. their perspective, from their perspective, perspective yeah. he's he's on the older side of things. And I, I love Lance Archer. He's great. He's great. I don't think WWE would see him as a needle mover. Yeah. If there's a needle mover out there, mm-hmm. yeah, they'll sign them. Yeah. If the Young Bucks were free agents, hell yeah, they would sign them. If they could. If the Lucha Brothers were free agents, they'd sign them. If they could. Mm. I don't know. Remains to be seen. It'll be interesting to keep an eye on that. I honestly don't know. I, I if, if this was a year ago, I'd say, of course. Don't be silly. Now, I don't know, man. They've got like twenty college kids signed up into this thing. They got Gable Stevenson out there. Yeah, and, yeah, I know. And their philosophy but, is just their philosophy is different. You know, but I think the the odds of they can bring in all these college kids to try to train them up to be ready to be WWE superstars. I'd be curious to see in a couple years' time, two three years' time, the percentage of those NIL signings who even make it to NXT TV and who actually get brought up to the main roster. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like leaving college athletics for professional athletics. There's only a small percentage that actually make it that far, much less achieve a high level of success, you know? Yeah. And, and I would expect the number of the athletes leaving college, go to WB percentage of making it to NXT might be higher than making it as a professional athlete, but making it up, up to the main roster and then main eventing WrestleMania, that's going to be a select few. And so while you might make the investment to bring in these college athletes to try to train them to be the future of your company, you can't rely exclusively on that because not every single one of them is going to be a huge star. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'll believe it when I see it. Um, because I just don't know. I mean, they, they you know, they, they obviously changed the philosophy mm-hmm. and uh, and. I just don't know. I, 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 I'll, like I said, I'll, be, I'll believe it when I see it. I don't know. Uh, let's see here. NXT 2.0's ratings are in before we talk about the show. Oh, yeah. 
561,000. Point one. They seem to that, that point one four in that eighteen to forty nine demo. They seem to. It's love always that number. between point one one and point one five. Yeah, it never really goes above or below that. Yeah, five hundred and sixty one thousand. So, sort of a whatever episode last night too. What, what happened? You know, last night? we they're, we they're can really move on. Pushing this Grayson Waller guy, huh? And I thought I thought they did a good job of establishing establishing him as a real annoying jerk. They've done. A, I, I feel like in the last three weeks, they've done a heck of a job of taking a guy who I didn't really know anything about, mm-hmm. and now I know exactly who he is, and I know exactly what role he fills. And I thought over the course of this episode, they did a good job establishing him as uh, a heel to pay attention to. The Miz. He's the I mean, Miz. yeah, he's essentially the Miz. He got they kicked out of the locker room. He's he got kicked Miz. out of the locker room. He's essentially <laughs> he is the Miz. I know. He's just the Miz. 2006 Miz. That's what Grace Waller yeah. is. I know. Yeah. But I thought they did a good job with his booking. I thought from a performance standpoint, he did a good job. I think he's done a really good job the last three weeks um, since he's kind of been, or however long it's been, since he's been essentially turned heel. Um, I think it's interesting that a lot of the, 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 the main event 2.0 guys, save for Braun Breaker, they're basically all making heels at this point. That's true, yeah, because you can get more out of that, yeah. Yeah, I, th- I think from a character standpoint, there's more to chew on. It's necessary for Von Wagner. I don't, And I'll be honest, yeah. I'm not even sure that a heel run is going to do it for him. <laughs> I really don't. I mean, if that promo last night is an indication, yeah, I'm not sure about that either. He doesn't really change much as a bad guy, to be honest no, with you. No, no. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe they're watching NXT and they're like, who do we have? <laughs> who, who here? Let's see. Okay. Let's go big picture here. Yeah. Grayson Waller could totally be the Miz 2.0, right? Yeah, like, totally, that's totally. what I, I think he, I think, and I think he's probably a better wrestler than the Miz was back. Then. Oh, that's, I was so, going to get to that. I think from a character standpoint, hundred percent, but I think he, the potential is there for him to be a better in ring performer. And therefore I think his ceiling's a bit higher. Yeah. A little bit higher. I don't know. I'll, I'll, that type of character I never really jives with me, but that's fine. Um, Braun Breaker. I could see Braun Breaker being brought up and either being shot up immediately to like a, a high-level scene or I don't think he's going to be carrying crossed by any means. But I also could see him not exactly breaking through like the upper mid card. I could see that as a possibility so, for sure. Part of me feels like Braun Breaker is really kind of the, the test case of NXT 2.0, not just in NXT 2.0, but the kind of philosophy uh, uh, Vince has adopted for NXT now, which is we're developing talent. Yeah. Not so much to make NXT an entertaining program, but to build up our f- stars of the future on the main roster. Yeah. And I think once they feel like Braun Breaker is ready to go to the main roster, I kind of feel like for him, it's to the moon, man. I'm not saying you put him, you have him win a t- like Universal title or something immediately, but they're going to book him and build to his inevitable title win probably within a year. Okay, but here's the thing. What have we learned? You go out there and you get anything but an electric reaction from the crowd, That a crowd that's usually sitting there looking at their phones. You're pulled. Just like that. You're pulled. You know, if he, if he like, doesn't get the reaction, they're not going to... They're not, they're not going to... Uh, 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 I don't know, man. I feel going. like... I, I, this is, I have really no evidence. It's just my gut telling me this. That 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 uh, Braun Breaker is going to be... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Hot-shotted? No, it's, it's a set... 
God, this word is escaping now. I apologize. But this he's going to be kind of the litmus test of, of this new philosophy, whether it works or not. Because obviously, they, they, they think the world of him. And, and, and from a developmental standpoint, let me get this out. From a developmental standpoint, they think the world of him because he's immediately put in the main event. He's going to take that title off Champa. I thought he did a pretty good job of, of holding his own the match last night against Roddy. Roddy was selling like selling like crazy for him and really doing whatever he could to put help get him over. But I thought for also from a story perspective, they did a pretty decent job with Braun. Like one time he kind of got lured out to the to the floor by Roddy, fell for it. After that, he didn't really fall for anything. Yeah, Roddy was a good this is a good little road to get him to to beat Champa. I agree. Yeah. Um, and I'm not like I'm not I'm not like a huge Braun fan. I think he's got some potential. I think yeah, he's got some personality. Isn't Braun like the best far and away they have? Mm-hmm. So like at, at best case, like he is, and it's not even close. Like who comes next to Braun? I think Braun. I don't. I I, I kind of disagree. They're gonna like pff, shoot him to the moon. I hope. I hope they do. I like Braun. I think he's great. And I think if you if you somehow find a way to bring Scott and Rick in to second him, oh man. That'd be amazing. I'd love it. Would it would be pretty cool. But like, I don't, I just, I'm looking, I'm just looking at our banner up here. Let me look at the thing. I don't know who else in this experiment, like Harlan's debut match last night was embarrassing. That was embarrassing. That dude literally has one move. He has one move. We were joking in our live stream over at MF Steve here. Oh, what's the over under on how many moves he's going to have? He had yeah. one. Because yeah. of lockup and then rubbing your forearm against a well, dude's he, ear. And then he was bashing the dude's head into the mat. Those aren't really a moves, lot. though. No, are they're they, not, you know, really they're no, not really no, moves. He's got one move. And sometimes that's all you need. Sometimes it's all you need. But I kind of feel like you did not often. <laughs> you know, like you need, yeah. there's, you know, he needs, and this dude's been in developmental for I don't know how long. Is, was, is he part of the February class? Okay. Everybody looks at this guy and they're like, oh, he's a new Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar could wrestle. Brock could wrestle. Well, he was a collegiate wrestle, wrestler. He, that's why. I know, but he could also do his shooting star press. Yeah, no, <laughs> like, he could do nuts impressive moves. athlete. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's I like don't think he was put on TV eight months after he signed either. You know? I just don't, and I don't count. Here's the thing: I don't count Carmelo Hayes because he came from the indie ranks. He came yeah. in before 2.0 was a thing. He's a 2.0 yeah. guy, but not really. I just don't know if, if Braun is the one guy that they have out of all these other guys, like the Creed brothers. I don't really, I don't know. Maybe they'll shoot to the moon after another so year of being in NXT. But of the 2.0 wrestlers, yeah. I feel like the ones that they're probably highest on are Braun, obviously. Yeah. Right now is Grayson Waller. Yeah. And it's Cora Jade. Yeah. 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 I, maybe that's enough. Maybe if, maybe if you have three solid names per year, maybe that's enough. Maybe well, I want to talk about, you know, the, the, the of the, the NIL talents, you know, a lot of them are going to come. There's 20 names or so. A lot of them are come to the PC. How many are going to stick around long enough to 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 make it the TV? You know, some people might think, oh, yeah, I could do this. This sounds like fun. Get there. Maybe it's not their thing. Mm-hmm. They leave, you know, and, and, and how many of those are going to advance quickly enough to get on TV <laughs> yeah. within the first year? You know? Yeah, that's why it's crazy to me that they would stop looking at the independent ranks for for wrestlers there's got to be a limit to that because that's where you that's where you're oh, I think your so. craft that's where you're I think, your craft. I, th- I think the limit is if you have an established step if like yeah, i don't that's know what, that's just what they did with nxt though it's no, just know, what they did and they stopped they're like i know this isn't working this is not working we're doing something different that's why i don't think if you have an established name 
I mean, I'd love for them to, you know, pick off some names like we. it was rumored months and months and months ago they were going to look at, at, at rating at, uh, a New Japan again. But, like, they haven't. And ever since NXT died, it seems like they're not doing that. Yeah, I understand that. I understand that perspective. I You look at Carmelo Hayes, who is a guy who worked on the independents for a while. Mm-hmm. But and he's great. It was really shortly before that he signed NXT that I learned who he was. Yeah. And I could be completely mistaken about this, but I don't know if his brand was as well known to the independents as, say, Kevin Owens or Sami Zayn. So he was one of the guys. I, I read this on Twitter the other day, and I apologize. I forget who it was, but somebody mentioned he was right on the cusp. When pandemic hit, he would have been there because yeah. his name was starting to get out there. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. The, you know, so, the, honestly, the real, let me just, I'll just say this and then you can say your piece. I think the real litmus test is going to be, are they going to do another tryout like they did with Vegas? Because that's where Idris Anofe came from. And he was a dude who was, at least we know he was in L.A. at Amped Up Wrestling. We know that mm-hmm. much. Mm-hmm. Um, he was out there in the independent ranks. That's a dude who could go far. He's tall, super athletic, tons mm-hmm. of charisma. Um, if Oh, and they have Sola Sokoa too. But he's sort of a different situation because he's an Uso. If they have another tryout where they will be inviting people from the independent ranks and it's like, okay, they're going to be doing that. But if, if, if we, if, if another, uh, what is it? They, they did that at SummerSlam when WrestleMania comes around, if they do a tryout, then we'll know, okay, they're, they're looking at that If you have some experience in independent ranks, you're not going to be frozen out. I don't think, I I just feel like they're probably going to be, they're not going to freeze independent wrestlers out i just feel like they're gonna be way more selective it's gonna be kind of if you are i don't know how much experience uh idris Nofe had on the indies prior to signing with wb mm-hmm. i don't know um i just don't know if like the kind of mid-level indie wrestlers if they're going to be signing those names if i, th- I kind of wonder if, if you have a huge established brand on the independence mm-hmm. they might bring you in if you're relatively new and they think okay you have some training, but we can still kind of get you ready for WWE style wrestling. Sure, we'll bring you in, but the kind of the mid level independent wrestlers, I don't know. That might be kind of a middle ground that they kind of might be a little hands off until they eventually get to the point where they got a huge name for themselves in the Indies. I just don't know. It remains to be seen. It's kind of still too early in this process to really make that determination. Remains to be seen. So let's dig into NXT. Uh, Grayson Waller arrives to the PC. There's a bunch of. Uh, people waiting to get into the uh into into the building fans and uh they just start chanting asshole at him and then yeah. they start chanting you suck takes out his phone shoots some video of their chance no doubt for his instagram or tiktok or whatever he yeah. does yeah uh we opened up with cameron grimes versus duke hudson uh what was the uh the 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 billing of this match in terms of being was like a street fight no DQ? yeah the street fight, street fight. okay fight, I believe. of course duke hudson no still DQ, has his uh he's got his uh wig the blonde logan mm-hmm. paul wig he's got the wrestling gear on man he was fucking cameron grimes up a couple times there was that german suplex where uh, uh the cameron grimes damn near land on his head that was rough yeah. Yeah. rough looking a couple of the spots here with the chair and uh, uh was uh was pretty gnarly yeah there was, was a, a couple pretty spots that were, that were pretty rough yeah it was um uh, a couple times Duke was looking for a razor's edge. Cameron Grimes always escaped. The finish was great. Um, there was that power bomb through the poker table. Yeah. Duke at two. And then he goes under the ring, gets some clippers. Mm-hmm. 
he sits down. He's about to try to cut Cameron Grimes' hair. Grimes instead boots him, hits a poison Rana, and then Duke ends up landing in the chair, kind of sitting down. Grimes hits with a cave-in to get the win. And afterwards, Grimes pulls off Duke's headgear, and his wig is taken off as well. And you have He's to appreciate No Duke. hair. You have to appreciate this dude probably minutes before he went out there, he reshaved his head because yeah. it was smooth, clean. <laughs> there would have been something on there if he hadn't. So uh, uh, Enforcer noted it was like a, a slightly lighter shade than the rest of his skin. Yes. So like he totally did that. So I, I do appreciate throughout this. At first, it wasn't really connecting with me, but then it did. Duke playing this so straight. When he found those clippers and he was thinking of sweet revenge and that it was all over his face, mm-hmm. I thought that was pretty great. Um, and I thought this was a brutal, probably probably a match that was a bit too brutal than it needed to be for kind of a comedy gimmick. But uh, nevertheless, I'm not going to fault guys for putting themselves through hell. I thought this was really, really fun. This probably could have been like a pay-per-view. Uh, or uh, a Yeah, take, definitely. Not takeover, but whatever NXT calls their pay-per-views these days. Uh, then after that, we had a Cora Jade interview. She's talking about how she has unfinished business with Dakota Kai. Uh, doctors have cleared her, so she's got a match against Dakota tonight. She's interrupted by Dakota, and she's talking about how when Raquel finds someone talented, she latches onto them, holds on to them for dear life, and let them do all the dirty work while she gets all the glory. And Cora says, I don't need your advice. I'm going to beat you tonight, and when I do that, I'll be on a winning streak. And then one step closer to a title shot. What do you think of this next bit? Uh, Briggs and Stratton go to a country concert with Casey and Caden. I mean, I don't really care. <laughs> there is, I, I don't know, one one of the, I don't mean to, like, are they doing, like, TV production uh, uh, classes? Like, is this, are, they, are they bringing people from, like, film schools? Like well, that's what they were up. doing apparently at Full Sail. There, a lot of the, that, the production yeah. work was being done by students there. Yeah. yeah, but like I'm talking about to film these vignettes between the grizzled young veterans ones, which were completely confusing. Like I mean, lacking in basic storytelling. Mm-hmm. This right here, I was just sort of mildly confused most of the time. Like I, I, it was just I was like, wait a second. So the girls got the tickets for the concert, but it's a country concert which I didn't think was their thing. But then, Casey and Caden? Yeah. Yeah. But then they went along, and they went in their truck, and they get there, and they're like, somebody's teaching somebody to line stuff. dance. Yeah. yeah. And then at one point, off screen, something is happening that Briggs' eyes lights up. I don't know. This was just confusing to me. I'll be really perfectly finish. honest. I didn't pay much attention to it. Because <laughs> I, I just don't find myself really caring that much about Briggs and Jensen. <laughs> I appreciate your honesty there. Full transparency. I don't fucking know. <laughs> it was like I was watching. I saw hey, there, it, that's the, happening a little bit more often these days with WWE, isn't it? Where yeah. like someone have me like, what the fuck was that? Like Vince and his stupid pencil. <laughs> that I was actually paying attention to. I still I just can't explain that. I even rewound it and, and listened to the end bit again. Same. Because I'm like, first, what the hell is he saying? Second. What the fuck does this mean? And then the second time when I couldn't hear him, I was like, I'm not. Why am I doing the work here? Why am Uh, I the one putting in the work? Try to figure out what the fuck's going on here. This this isn't the end that matters. This is the end that matters. This This is the end that matters. Why is he reaching for his dick? Stop it. Yeah, it was strange. It was a strange (laughs) segment. This, I was like, all right, they're going to the concert. They're line dancing. Is there more to it than that? If there is, do I really care? (laughs) (laughs) 
Probably not. Like I like I like Casey and and, and Caden. I think they're a fun team. They got a lot of potential. Oh man, they're terrific. But what the fuck are they doing with these gimmicks? This these is like gimmicks the seventh, are all seventh over the gimmick map. they've had the last six months. Right. None of, none of the previous ones have seemingly stuck around long enough. So I kind of feel like in two weeks this thing will pass too, and then maybe eventually they'll find something that really works that connects. And then 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 I'll, I'll be invested. But right now, they like going to music festivals. That's is that a character? I don't know. No, no, no. It's not. The answer is no. It's not. Next is going to be the characters. They're going to Burning Man. Is that still a thing? They still do Burning Man. I don't know if the, I don't know if they still do it. That's but. a character. There was a dude I used to at uh, this bar I used to hang out with. There was like this old leathery guy who used to roll up in there. He went to like every Burning Man, and he had yeah. like this tiny, like human sized, uh, uh, pop up trailer, where he just like it's really it's just a pop up bed, where he oh, like a trailer for one. Yeah, yeah. He takes it. And it just like a, yeah, it's just like a pop up type thing, and he was so leathery. <laughs> After that, was speaking of leathery, we had a Grayson Waller promo. He comes out here. I didn't write. Down, I didn't write down any notes for this. I'm looking at yours. You do sure, these you extensive promos. I would just sure, suggest sure. maybe just throwing this out there, truncated a little bit. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he pretty much he, he references what Gargano said. You know, uh, uh, you bet on yourself, you don't fail. Uh, and then he talks about how he overstayed his welcome. He shows footage of him beating up uh, Gargano last week. Uh, it says, now I've submitted my status as the NXT superstar. I went from jumping off the cage and winning at war games to ending the career of an NXT legend. And then he says, I spent the weekend with the biggest celebrities in the world. What the fans do, they complain online like they always do. He says, I'm a nice guy, so I'm going to give you some clout. He threw to some tweets up there complaining about what he did. One of them was from Wade Barrett. I believe Wade Par- Barrett called him a, a piece of shit. But he kind of liked him for it, and he says, hey, Wade, I got some bad news for you. This isn't 2010. I could care less what you think. Mm -hmm. Um, And then he turns to Vic and really needles him. He's like, hey, that was your your best friend I was beating up. And he didn't do a single thing about it. do nothing. Um, And he says, I don't need friends or family or fans. The only thing I need to go to the top in this industry is Grayson Waller. Grayson Waller. He knows how to get heat. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. He does. He does. Uh, after that, I don't, I don't find myself caring too much about him, but I can appreciate the hard work he's putting in and, uh, and maybe I will, maybe I'll give a shit. I've been I can known appreciate with him, with him and Braun. I, I find myself appreciating the growth week after week I'm seeing. Yeah, sure. In terms of their performances. I mean, that's what NXT was in the first place. Exactly. But then there are actual characters that I give a shit about. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Like MSK, for example, they do a whole recap where they find the shaman, Matt Riddle. Before we get to see more with them, we get a Diamond Mine promo. Bivin says they're all about money matches and nothing's more money than Roddy versus Braun Breaker. Braun is the breakout superstar, but he's not the workhorse of NXT. Wait, what does this say? But he's not the workhorse of NXT. Of he's the not ch- the champ of NXT. This is probably oh, or the champ. Okay, or the champ. NXT. Sorry. Uh, he says that's Roderick Strong. And Roderick with his cruiserweight championship. He says, Bivens can't wait for him to put Braun in his place. Uh, Roderick steps in, says, tonight they divide and conquer, and he beats Braun by himself. Bivens asks Ivy if she's ready to crack some heads. She says, let's do this, and shakes Bivens' hand. He's like, whoa, that's a tough grip you got there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, after that, we had lashing out with Lash Legend and guest jacket time. Mm-hmm. Um, she asks what their fashion secret is. Is style strong? Um, and then she's asked about their beef with grizzled young veterans and, uh, Kushida pretty much says they attacked us last week. 
uh, but they're not to be underestimated. And then they uh, call them out uh, in in Japanese. It was pretty great. I liked Lash's reaction to this because they were going super hard uh, in in Japanese, mm-hmm. and you get the uh, the subtitles there. And you know, they at first they were kind of goofy talking about, oh, it's a, a sensitive operation, mm-hmm. and uh, all the the style strong stuff. And then she was like, her reactions are great. I need I need to catch her match on too. I want to see that debut yeah, match. Yeah, of hers. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Same because she does. She has plenty of charisma. She's got some really good uh, uh, comedic chops. Anyways, uh, after that we had Ivy Nile versus Amari Miller. Um, this is a lot more competitive than most Ivy Nile matches. Amari was actually giving her quite a bit of offense, mm-hmm. uh, but in the end, Nile got her win with the Dragon Sleeper. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah. Uh, after that, we had a Zion Quinn interview. Uh, he says the strings Electra Lopez pulled last week for Santos worked, uh, regardless of her intention. She said, he says, you see, Electra, now that I know the rules of the game you're playing, game on. So he leaves and Robert Stone enters and he's like, hey, you do this to me every week. I'm here. You ignore me. You're not throwing back to Vic. I'm sick of the disrespect from you and from everybody else. Moving forward, I'm going to be taken seriously. And then Von Wagner steps in Von Wagner. and says, last week, the first body uh, was broken. Next week continues. I'm going to smash, beat them in the ground. Why? Because I can. If you have a problem with that, say it to my face. Pretty generic stuff there. Not uh, terribly convincing. No, not really. After that, we had Joe Gacy and Harlan in a promo. Gacy tells Harlan, he's waited so long for this. It's your time. Don't be afraid to be who you are. Or to do some wrestling moves, perhaps. It looked like it looked like they're in the same location because they're outside. Mm-hmm, yeah, like where they shot the uh, the boneyard match. Yeah, it did. It looked like that. Yeah. Uh, after that, uh, we had MSK with Riddle. Uh, Riddle wanted to know what else is in the bag. They pull a bunch of stuff out, sort of this gimmick where it's like an endless parade of stuff coming out of the bag. Um, uh, it's like a scissors, batteries, and and. Uh, what was this? It was a baseball bat. Was it? Yeah, there too? yeah. There was like a baseball bat. A traffic cone was in there. The yeah. old John Cena United States Spinner title. That ugly chunk of and shit. They, and they actually played. Doo, 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 doo. That was pretty funny. Riddle says all that stuff is cluttering their life. They want to become tag champions again. They got to focus on one thing: regaining the tag titles. So it's kind of funny. I pre. This is like the one bit of continuity between main roster and and NXT. Whereas Orton telling Riddle. You gotta you gotta focus on getting those tag titles, and then Riddle trying to take that bit of yeah. knowledge from Randy is trying to pass it on to MSK. I know, wouldn't it be great if the whole universe was like that? I know it'd be fantastic. So uh, MSK is like, well, how do we clear our minds? Mm-hmm. And Riddle says, one second. He reaches into the bag and pulls out a scooter. and says, sometimes when you gotta find what you're looking for, you just gotta dig deeper. So then the uh, Wesley and Nash Carter each pull out scooters, and off they ride. 
After that, we had Harlan versus Guru Raj. Um, and uh, yeah, this was basically just like lock up. Harlan slams the guy down, does some ground and pound, some clubbing blows. And then he hits like a like a slam, like a belly to back. It was like a belly to back. But on the way down, he kind of turns around and does a clothesline on the way down. Yeah. Yeah. It was really quick. Uh, Harlan walks over to Jay uh, to, to Gacy. Joe asks, do you feel better? Harlan shakes his head. No. He slams Raj's head into the mat a few times until Gacy puts his hand on Harlan's shoulder. And then they get out of there. They beat feet. Yeah, they leave. Um we're in the parking lot. We get an L.A. Night interview. Yeah. 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 So uh, he's like, hey, Mr. Interviewer, you want to talk about Grayson Waller? Yeah, let me talk to you. He says uh, Waller did one halfway cool move at War Games with some help, and suddenly uh, he thinks he's special. He says, last week I came at the parking lot, and he gets all butthurt because some uh, some lady felt his Kavorka. I appreciate the Seinfeld reference there. Um, and this says, then what did Waller do? He went out and threw a fit. Like the incel he is, someone needs to go find Grayson Waller. Tell him I'm there. Tell him to come find me if I don't find him first. Yeah. Oh, look at my red car. Yeah. Uh, after that, security escorts Joe and Harlan out, and uh, they're going down a stairwell. And uh, I appreciate uh, that you have his, him listed here as Spanky. Coach Brian Kendrick, mm-hmm. uh, the Brian Kendrick, puts his hand on Harlan's shoulder so Harlan throws him down the stairs. Unfortunately, he throws him down the stairs. The way this was filmed and uh, uh, Spanky's response was kind of funny because on the way down, like he sort of lights his eyes up, like "oh shit!" But it was kind of in a comedic manner, and like you know they cut because clearly it was on some sort of cushioning crash pad thing. or something yeah. like that. Yeah, and he's down there, and like it'd be if there was like some blood or something, it'd be kind of cool. But really, he was just sort of selling it kind of weird. So yeah, the idea is Harlan uh, almost killed Spanky. Yeah, I was I was watch, listening to the something to wrestle with about uh, SummerSlam, two thousand five. Yeah, and part of that is there was conversation about them re-signing Brian Kendrick, mm-hmm. and of course Bruce Pritchard calls him Spanky. Spanky, yeah, that sounds. Right. I actually watching this. I didn't realize it was Kendrick till he was in the trainer's room. Yeah, not, yeah, I, I I was like, hey, look, it's Kendrick, and Enforcer was like, oh, that guy does look like Kendrick. And then uh, the, when they get to the trainer's room, they're like, yeah, Brian Kendrick, and he's like, oh my god, it's really him. I was like, yeah. So I said his name. <laughs> um, why I told that story. Had, uh, it made me laugh because <laughs> Force was like, why is there a guy there that looks exactly like Brian Kendrick? It's because it is Brian Kendrick. Because it's Brian it's Kendrick. Spanky. It's Spanky. <laughs> uh, after that, we had Cora Jade and Dakota Kai. Mandy Rose comes out on commentary. Uh, Dakota Kai goes after Cora's bad arm. Uh, eventually, though, uh, Dakota goes and gets the shovel from under the ring. It was a bad idea because the ref takes it from her. And then Cora just rolls her up for the win. I don't know why she got the shovel. Um, afterwards, Dakota Kai boots Cora when the bell when the match is over. Picks up the shovel, uh, and Raquel rushes in to make the save. And then she chases Dakota Kai into the crowd. And then Gigi Dolan and J.C. Jane come ringside uh, to distract Cora Jade so Mandy can lay her out from from behind. And she starts working over Cora's bad arm. Yep. Uh, after that, Grayson Waller walks backstage. Nobody likes that guy. Tiffany Stratton tells him that her daddy says he's a terrible person, but they don't they don't show her face. That's like her gimmick. That's so weird. Say you don't see her face. Well, this is the land of characters now, so she's kind of like a weird, like you know, she can be like um that dude on the Guinness show we used to watch, 
face off Flanagan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dude had like his face caved his, in somehow, and so he, he like he had a prosthetic made nose. Yeah, that he could pop off. Yeah. I forget his origin story, like why he didn't have part of a face. I don't remember what it was either. No, maybe she's uh, the two headed guy. <laughs> Remember that guy? He'd like yeah. he'd say something over here and then he'd say something over here too. Yeah, like, like another little mouth or something over there. So yeah, and then so he walks past Stratton and then EO comes up to him and just starts cussing him out. Yeah, right. I would imagine. She's yelling at him in Japanese. Yeah. And he just takes a seat and just kind of takes it all in and nods. He's amused like he's excited it. about it. Yeah. Yeah, he gets off on it. Um, so uh yeah, there's that. He's like, Oh, I think she likes me. And then uh, after that we had a uh, Tony D'Angelo versus Andre Chase. This match lasted a lot longer than most Andre Chase matches. Result Ended was the, the same, same though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with Tony D. Hey, Tony D needs to get rid of the uh, the Northern Light suplexes that that starts his finishing move. It's unnecessary. Just hit that inverted crossroads that he does instead. Yeah, well, I mean, it's like it's just a spinning neck breaker. I mean, like yeah. a cradle spinning neck breaker. That's all it is. Yeah. I mean, I guess I guess he's trying to to make it seem a little more fancy by doing the Northern Light suplex beforehand. But no, I know I, I doesn't I, need to do that. Agree. Yeah. No. Um. So, anyways, he wins. Tony grabs a mic afterwards. Uh, he says, "Hey, I got the world on a string, and ever since I got in NXT, I backed up everything I said I was gonna do. I took care of Andre Chase in the War Games. I said I was gonna smack Pete Dunne in his mouth, and he." And he has the little thing in the case, the mouth guard in the case. That brings out Pete Dunn. Uh, Dunn says, you know, you do a lot of talking for a geezer with no track record. About to get in that ring. Let's see if you have that same energy face-to-face. So he gets in there. Tony says, hey, you've got quite the mouth on you. He says, everybody ever tell you you got a face only a mother could love? You look like you're missing something. Look in the corner over there. I bet you want that back. And, uh, and you're coming in here like you want to fight. He says, Pete doesn't want to talk. Tony says he's got business to handle. He's just like, he's like, I got dealings with the guy dealing with me. He sort of just sort of peters out there a little yeah, bit. Yeah, he does. He does. Sort of trails <laughs> off. I got the dealings. I got a guy to. Dealing know, some things. Some it's like a scene American Psycho where uh, he's like, it's tape. I use it to tape things. Tape things. Uh, so uh, Tony tries to uh, punch Peter Dunn from behind. Pete catches it, snaps Tony's fingers. Tony rolls out of the ring. Dunn stomps on the case with his mouth guard. He picks it up, puts it right back in his mouth. I, mean, I hope he didn't use the men's room before he stomped it, is my thing. Yeah, because he stomped the thing yeah. to break it to get his mouth guard out. Yeah. Which is dramatic, and it made a loud, you know, like crash. It was cool. He's super hard. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And he puts it back in his mouth. I was like, you pretty much just stepped on that and put it back in your mouth. That's kind of. Yeah. That's just. Well, that's why I'm saying I hope he didn't use those yeah, shoes exactly. to go. Exactly. You know, yeah, pinch, the rest off. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, after that, Grayson Waller walks to the locker room and Broad Breaker's like, what are you doing? Yeah. You need to get your stuff and get out of here. No, you're not welcome in here anymore. I'm the locker room leader now. And then Grayson's like, does everybody else feel this way? They do. They all want him out. And Grayson's like, that's fine. Real superstars have their own locker rooms anyway. He just gets his, his luggage and leaves. Yeah, the little tiny bag. Yeah. Uh, after that, NXT Medicals checking on Spanky after he was uh, chucked down the stairs by Harland. And then we had Boa uh, versus Idris Anofe. Uh Meanwhile, Sola Sokoa is watching this match backstage, taking mental notes. Anofe uh, uh, leaps off the second rope, jumps right into a kick to the gut from Boa. Boa locks on that death grip of his 
and then follows with a gnarly roundhouse. That was awesome. Yeah. It just looked like point of the toe actually caught Anofe in the head. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, that was pretty yeah. brutal. Yeah, it looked rough. That looked rough. Uh, let me get Raquel Gonzalez promo. She's talking to Dakota Kai. She says this has to end. I look back at our friendship as positive, but the reality is I need to end you, Dakota. Wow. Let's finish this. How our friendship started in a street fight. In so a I think that's happening fight. next week. Yeah, man. Every week a street fight. Uh, after that, Grayson Waller's in the parking lot. He opens the door. I swear this is L.A. Knight's car. And it, it is sure, L.A. Knight's car. Sure it enough, is. I was about to finish. Oh, sorry. I thought sure you were enough, still asking the question. It was totally L.A. Knight's car. Yeah. It was L.A. Knight's car, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so uh, the camera guy, the first time the camera guy fucking pipes up, hey, everybody doesn't like you after what happened last week. And, uh, and he's like, all eyes are on Grayson Waller. That's the Grayson Waller effect. And uh, he says, what did L.A. Knight say last week about getting views? Well, he's going to love this view. And then he drives off an L.A. Knight's car with, I think, L.A. Knight's lady from last week in mm. the passenger seat. And then L.A. Knight, as he drives away, you see L.A. Knight. behind. He was behind he the car. He got beat up. Got his ass whooped by the Grayson One Waller would assume effect. by Grayson Waller. Yeah. yeah, man. He's got the wow factor. He has the wow factor. So after that, we had Jacket mogul. Time versus uh, Grizzled Young Veterans. About halfway through, Creed Brothers wander down for some reason. Oh, yeah, that's right. Sorry. People in chat are noticing this. I didn't know if this was true. I think the girl in the seat was Stratton. Oh, So he okay. was able to turn that around. All right. All right. All right. Face uh, off Flanagan. That's who it was. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the Creed Brothers wander down at some point for some reason. Uh, and then uh, the finish of this sees uh, Grizzly Young Veterans set up for their finish. Kushida escapes that, sends Grizzly Young Veterans to the floor, and then the Creed brothers step down closer to ringside and just stand there. Mm-hmm. Jacket time takes out uh, Grizzly Young Veterans some high flying moves and hits their finisher for the win. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it's like, and the commentary is like, oh, maybe the Creed brothers helped Jacket time get the win here. It's like, it some, really two, it's like some 2K20 shit where people it just really meander did. about. Yeah, just kind of stand there. And it's like when in that game where someone's music plays and that. The, the person's distracted. It's like everybody in that game is Seth Rollins. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so after that, we had uh, the main event, Roderick Strong versus Braun Breaker. And, uh, of course, Trick and Mellow, the A champion. A champion shows up on the perch uh, to just, watch this. Just for like 10 minutes, and then they leave. Yeah, they leave. They're like, ah, this sucks. Um, it's actually a pretty solid match, though. Uh, no, this is a good match because Roderick Strong's in it. And Braun Breaker can be led to a really good match. Yeah. Um, so uh, that's how you so, yeah. learn. It's yeah. He yeah. Roderick Strong hopefully didn't get the win, but he did get some learning. He gave, and, he gave some learns. He gave some learns to Braun Breaker. Yeah. Anyways, Braun hits his finisher for the win. Champa hits the ring after the match. Hits Willow's bell on the uh, on Braun on the NXT title. Yeah. So uh, yeah. Braun's gonna be yeah. The, New Year's Evil. Braun's totally winning that. Belt. Totally winning that title. Totally winning that belt. Yep. Totally win that belt. Anyways, uh, answer a few questions. Yeah, yeah. I have a thread up here on the Patreon, patreoncom forward slash Stephen Larson. You want to hear the show ad free and get our bonus content in the audio realm? You can do that. patreoncom forward slash Steve and Larson. Mm-hmm. First up, um, JTV08. So I put this thread up. I said it's a Kevin Owens resigns with WWE slash NXT 2.0. QA thread. Yeah. JTV says in media scrum voice. Yes. Uh, I have a question for Steve of going in raw. Are you disappointed? Honestly? No. 
I am not. I was surprised, although nothing should surprise me anymore. I was surprised, not disappointed. I'm not really shocked, but surprised. Yeah. Disappointed, no. I mean, uh, he's got to do his best for himself and his family. I mean, I put myself in his shoes. I got I got kids. And mm-hmm. so it's like, man, it doesn't it wouldn't surprise me for anybody to stay in WWE. It wouldn't surprise me. Like you've said before, it wouldn't surprise me for Johnny Gargano to show up in WWE. Um, I don't think he's going to because I feel like they would have made their best offer to him already. And if they didn't, if, if he didn't take it at that point, then I think he's moved on. Um, but it would, it does not surprise me because WWE has a lot of money. They've got a lot yep. of stuff to offer. Yep. Yep. Uh, Turo five, six, one with subs says Seth and Kevin Owens, a new tag champs. I would love that. I really hope that they are able to pull that off. They probably won't because they're not really teasing it or anything, but I would love to see them as a tag team. Uh, Blake Whitehouse says, now that Kevin Owens is staying in WWE, who do you want to see him feud with over the next year? I would love for him to get the tag titles with Sami Zayn. Also, Mm -hmm. (laughs) along with Seth Rollins. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I just yeah, want him good. to be. Apparently, I just want him in the tag division. I guess. Yeah, I mean, then he'd get the. Uh, he'd be a Grand Slam champ, I believe. If you could somehow get this version of Sami Zayn to turn babyface and have him feud with Kevin Owens, that could be tons of fun. Mm-hmm. Or tons of fun. have them team up. That could be a lot of fun too. That could be a lot of fun too. Yeah. Uh, the Fiddler. Do y'all think Rollins gets a one-on-one after day one? He really should. If, yeah, I mean, really it, it might be he gets screwed out of it. That that could be the motivation. Rollins gets screwed out of like a near fall. Like he almost gets the win on Big E. He gets screwed by Owens and Lashley. Big E retains. Yeah. yeah. And Rollins is like, dude, I got screwed. I want my one on one bout. And then he, he's able rumble. to get yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, Brett the Fiddler, Her- also, also with the sub. Sorry. Look at that. Oh, thank you, Fiddler. Uh, Brett Harrington uh, said, uh, we already talked about this, but I wanted to shout him out because he left the question here. Kevin Owens, is he going to win at day one? I don't think either of us think that that's going to happen. But again, it wouldn't shock me if it did. Yeah, I'd, I'd be pleasantly surprised if that happened. I'd Same. Be pretty Absolutely. Damn happy. Absolutely. Um, David Matushek said, what caused Kevin Owens to be happy in staying with WWE? Money? Sure, there's a, uh, a certain <laughs> comfort level. It's, I'm sure it's money. It's comfort. You know, money? Please. He knows the situation, you know. Yeah, sure the situation he's is he's got situation. a lot of money. He's he's usually on Look, television. He's involved. So here's the thing: money's not everything, but it's a lot of things. It is. It means if it means security for your family, then that is a lot. You that's know? pretty massive. Yeah, that's pretty it really massive. is. Um, uh, evolution with the sub. Thank you. Uh, Moses Posa says, what do you guys want to see out of Ring of Honor 2.0, assuming that that actually happens? Um, I mean, honestly, a change in presentation. I yeah. think you can stick to the philosophy of Ring of Honor um, and, and you know, a, a show that focuses heavily on wrestling mm-hmm. and not have a presentation that just seems outdated and kind of stale. Yeah. That's my main thing. Uh, link system with the sub. Thank you so much. Uh, Patrick Oliva says, would Vince give anyone a guaranteed contract? Now, I don't know. Oh, new legacies here. Hello. What's um, up? 
I don't know. I mean, there was something going around. Maybe it was Mel Kipper who was that that most wrestlers are not getting downside guarantees anymore, like the top tier guys are. Mm-hmm. Um, but everybody else is essentially just like on salary. You just get paid what you get paid, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't, if you mean guaranteed contracts like in professional sports, like in baseball and, fo- and basketball, not football. Football doesn't have guaranteed contracts apart from signing bonuses. Uh, I'd be very surprised because like if WB releases you, they're not going to be, they're not going to keep paying you the remainder of your deal. Yeah. So if that's what you mean by guaranteed contracts, no, they're not going to do that. Yeah. Um, I don't know what Vince McMahon would or wouldn't do. Uh, White Brownie says if both Raquel and EO get called up, sorry, which brand suits them the best? So it's funny whenever I think of like raw, I just think of this black hole where people get sucked into it and then they just sort of get lost in the gravitational well of whatever that is. So my mind immediately goes to SmackDown, but I guess I'd say Raquel to raw and EO to SmackDown. That's right. That's where I'd send them. All right. Because yeah, EO versus the idea of EO versus um, Sasha Banks. And they had that match in NXT. And uh uh yeah, it's probably really good too. It was good. And it was Eo good. versus well, she's she's had matches against Charlotte too. Yeah, that's so what I was thinking you'd send Raquel to SmackDown because she hasn't wrestled Charlotte or Sasha, and then send EO to Raw, then you can get EO versus uh Becky and Bianca. Mm, yeah. And then if Asuka comes back, EO versus Asuka. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of like. I yeah, I'd rather run Becky versus Sasha and Charlotte to be honest with you, because Becky's on such a tear right now. They're just gonna do the thing where like they have a really good match and then Becky just cheats. Yeah, I didn't mean I didn't mean EO gets called up and gets the match against Becky right away. I meant EO to Raw and Raquel to Raw, and they can both be in the twenty four seventeen. Oh gosh, yeah, it's good stuff. Burr winning says maybe Kevin Owens resign with Dalbert E because in the AW he saw deal he saw. He'd be in a lengthy feud on Cody Island with no interaction <laughs> with anything outside the island. What's wrong with being on Cody Island? I think it's probably lovely there. It is lovely there, actually. Anyways. <laughs> Maggie says, you monster. Yeah, that's right. Put Becky in the 24-7 scene, too, Maggie. How do you oh, think wow. about that? Wow. Anyways. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We appreciate it. We'll be back tonight for our Winter Wonder Slam, a.k.a. Winter is Coming live reactions over at the Twitch. Thanks for watching. Until next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today.